guys, welcome back to Sneaky This is your host, Akta, and I have such an amazing guest for you today. I am such a fan um, of her in general, ever since I watched her on the wonderful Netflix series, Song Sunset. Um, and I know a lot of you have uh, probably remembered her from the show, and maybe you know her through real estate. Um, but without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Davina. Welcome to the show, Davina. Thank you so much for coming on to Sneaky Anarchy. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to host you. I really, really uh, feel like I identified with you a lot when I was watching Selling Sunset because you are truly a professional. And I just, I am so excited to chat with you about, you know, just what got you into real estate because um, I don't know if anyone um, remembers, but I, I mean, I remember you saying that you had more than just your license to sell real estate. You were also in the brokerage side of things. So I would love to learn about that, like how you got into real estate and what led to like all of the, you know, uh, the stuff that you took professionally. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so my background is I went, I'm from Germany. I moved here and uh, to go to Pepperdine University to study advertising. I got into yeah. modeling. And when I was transitioning, transitioning from modeling to real estate, uh, yeah. I was initially just kind of getting my license to learn about real estate, you know, if and when I purchase what the process is and learn more about the details. Um, but sort of by random coincidence, a friend of mine was working for a big developer and referred me over there. I thought it was going to be kind of a part-time job, but it ended up uh, being a job for a big developer um, and the Corcoran Sunshine Group out of New York was handling sales and marketing. And so we learned from the very best and that's what got me started with new development, luxury new development condo sales in Los Angeles. And I worked for some of the most prestigious projects in town, like the Ritz Carlton residences at LA Live and W Hollywood and many others, uh, including projects in Beverly Hills on the Wisha Corridor and so on. Um, so that was my background in, uh, in real estate. And um, these are, you know, condos between five and 15 million. Um, and we try yeah, like really high end real estate. I know. I remember yes, you selling. Yeah. You used to sell like the best ones. I feel like. I yeah. No. No. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Only the best. Yeah. yeah. I take yeah. a lot of pride in uh, in my performance, so I, I like to be the best. So I worked at the very best places, and I you know worked a lot of hours. Like at Ritz, we probably worked 60, 70 hours a week. It was crazy. Um, but I also yeah. traveled all, all over the Middle East and did property shows in Dubai and Qatar. They have incredible real estate development. Uh, Bahrain, Jordan, London, all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, I really had a, a very um, elaborate real estate background. That's so cool. I love that. And I, I actually wanted to ask you because I remember even uh, as early as season one, I was so interested like how you balance because I know that there's such a thing as, you know, work-life balance. And obviously sure. you're also doing a reality show on top. I mean, that must have been nuts. So how was that? Like, were you commuting a lot at first? Um, and, you know, just the whole experience. Um, you mean when we started filming or before? Yeah, when you started filming and you had to like maybe like, because I know you uh, had the developer listings in the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, like I do recall yeah. that. How was that? Like, because I know that's a lot to manage and then you've got the show and, you know, everything. So how was the whole? Um, so I just, you know, want to give you a little more um detail on getting involved because I did a transaction with Brett and we became close friends during the transaction. And um, mm -hmm. afterwards we kind of became friends and he introduced me to Jason and Mary and I joined the brokerage. Um, 
And I was actually driving construction sites for a year and uh, meeting up with developers. They gave that storyline to another castmate, <laughs> but that's what I was actually doing for a year. Um, yeah. And then Jason and I um, met with lots of developers. I mean, it was initially I had no intention of getting involved on reality TV. I had no idea what the show was even about. I thought it was something like million dollar listing. Um, and uh, I was kind of overwhelmed. Uh, it, I was yeah. a last minute add-on. Um, I w- was so overwhelmed trying to do the real estate and then sh- filming the show that I just didn't prioritize like the look for the show. Cause again, like yeah. I really thought it was about the substance of real estate, not anything else. I didn't really appreciate that entertainment aspect or the fashion aspect, or it just wasn't a priority. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing real estate. And then I have to film some random scene at the office. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like it wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, and it was really, sorry, my, my phone's ringing here. Um, it was pretty overwhelming and, oh wait, let me check. Okay. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was pretty overwhelmed and, um, yeah. Uh, and I just didn't prioritize like the look or the storyline or the show much. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just was very straightforward and was like, oh, okay. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. We have a scene at the office. Like, so that was very tough. And at that point I was like, I don't think I can do full-time real estate and film a TV show if it's going to be this intense. And then of course, lots of drama was happening. All of us were so anxious because we had no idea that A, it was going to focus on drama, what it would be edited like, what the show's focusing on. I mean, this was new to all of us. So it was yeah. um, it was kind of overwhelming. And that's when I was like, okay, if we keep doing this, I have to only focus on the show <laughs> while we're filming. No, I, that's why I asked you because I was like, gosh, that must be so hectic. Like being able to like, having to deal with so much, you know what I mean? All at once. So that's where oh, I was like, wow. Yeah, wonder what her routine was like, you know, because I... Like, I can't imagine, like, actually being able to, like, unwind. You know what I mean? Like, taking time for yourself in that kind of well, well, environment. The, the craziest part was that we we literally, like, we had no idea what we were doing. So all of us are just, like, overwhelmed. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, we're trying to sell real estate. And we're like, what is this? Like, what this random show? Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't understand what the opportunity was. And um, it was very overwhelming. And then the drama became bigger and bigger. And... I, I guess I didn't expect to have to focus so much on drama. Yeah. How was that though? With your like the career part, like your, your actual like day to day that you were so used to, like in terms of like, what were some things that were affected for you or that you had to like, kind of take a, you know what I mean? A step back and be like, Oh my gosh, like I need to like, you know what I mean? Like kind of recalibrate and then go, well, do- you know, uh, usually you don't care so much about when someone got married or their ring or whatever, right? This is like season one. So I'm just saying what I think. And then I move on with life. Like I don't spend the rest of my day thinking about the ring Romaine and Mary. Like I really just don't care. And these are all things that uh, you don't actually care about. And they're distracting to your work. Right. Cause like if you have all this drama, you're just like, you can't focus on your job. So I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't, this is like a two second conversation. And then I move on with my day. But then we were realizing that, you know, there were more scenes about this and then it's becoming like a bigger issue. And I was like, 
so now I'm forced to care about like the drama and I wasn't used to that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. the drama is the business model of the show, I feel like. So I didn't know that. And uh, early on. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't I give it like as much weight or value at the time. Right, right. Um, so I didn't understand like how what a, well, how big of a deal this would be. Yeah, and that's why you know it's very interesting to me to see how you know a lot of times people say, well, none of these shows are real and they're scripted. I'm like, there's no way. Like you can see the stress. You know, like I remember I was oh, no, watching like, the early real. seasons. Everyone looked so stressed. You know what I mean? Like oh, it just was a lot. And I was like, I always wondered. I'm like, I wonder if anyone even has time to like go and take a me moment, you know, like just sit down and breathe for a second. And I just, that's why I asked you like, you know, what was that like? But I, you know, I know that um you had, you know, you brought that up with the drama thing and I know mental resilience and all that plays such a key role, right. In our wellness and how we are day to day. I feel like as people were halftime or, you know, battling like that drama in our lives. Right. And then battling course, career yeah. and life and all that. So like, what are you know what are some things you do that help you get away like you know even when you were filming like what were some like me moments like whether it's self-care skincare whatever you enjoy if you could share with us I mean there's lots of things like number one I am a really good sleeper and I love sleeping so number one you have to get your sleep number two um I think it's really important to have healthy relationships and communication and you know, I was in a relationship at the time and that person really gave me a lot of security and comfort. And, and I oh. thought it doesn't, it doesn't really matter like what anyone on the outside thinks it's, it's what I think. And and he really helped me see that. And, um, uh, also being close with some, some of the girls. So you, cause no one else really understands, right? Like yeah. if you talk to your family about this, they just don't understand. And they're like, Oh, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? And they, they can't relate. Cause it's like such a unique environment that we're in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I get a lot of massages. I eat healthy. I have a lot of fun. Like, you know, I've been going to Burning Man for a long time and, you know, other and other fun things, traveling and just doing, seeing new cultures and people and uh, sort of disconnecting from that drama because it's yeah. very, it's very all consuming. So you have to like consciously choose to think about something else. Also, what you choose to focus on expands, right? So yeah. If, if you keep focusing on the negative or the drama, then that's going to become a bigger issue. So uh, you have to really, yeah. you know, train your brain to fire different uh, paths or synapses to kind of assume the best and not assume the worst. And um, and I think uh, just, you know, journaling, like scripting, uh, even affirmations, like there are definitely moments where we would struggle and I had a little thing where I would rub my fingers together to remind me that everything's working out to my advantage. So oh, if that's I felt, cool. Yeah, like yeah. where I felt anxious or like if you, it's, it's basically a way to regulate your nervous system, right? So yeah, if you're, yeah. you're feeling like you're kind of like put in this, um, you know, scary situation or something might be coming at you, you don't know what drama's coming at you, you're just like reminding yourself like, no, you can soothe your own anxiety. It's Everything's fine you know, nothing can happen to you, then you feel a lot more at peace and and you're less kind of reactive, right? Right. No, that makes a lot of sense, like grounding yourself in the moment. Yeah, that's so... It's it's regulating your nervous system. That's really what it's about. And you have to be able to do that on your own and not rely on an outside person. And it's really 
what you think is what's happening. So if you think all these bad things, then you're going to attract more of that stuff. But if you can tell yourself, like, it doesn't matter, nothing can hurt me, everything's working out to my advantage, then then you have a much better situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's a really... I love that kind of school thought because I, I, I'm a firm believer in law of attraction as well. Like I think mm-hmm. that there is so much power there. And I, I'm sure that when you, I mean, obviously I've never done a reality TV show, but, but I'm going to ask you, you know, when you're put into a situation where there are so many different schools of mind, did you at any point during the show feel like, you know what, like the way I think is just not the way somebody else is thinking, you know, whether that's on, you know, of course. your castmates. And it was so hard, right? To like get through and, or like explain something or whatever that might be like. Um, something to share with us. Well, there's, there's so many layers to a reality show. I mean, there's like, you know, the storyline that the producers would like to get, then there's yeah. what's actually happening, right. In reality. Yeah. And yeah. there are things being thrown at you that you don't know or expect. Um, so I like to stay calm. I'm very good at staying calm in crazy situations. Um, some some people can perceive that as like not caring or being cold. And it's like, no, I'm just trying not to have a meltdown with every single thing that happens. You can't, you literally have only so many fucks to give. You cannot lose your (laughs) mind over like, I lost my keys. You can't. You know, yeah, like yeah, exactly. you, you have to like be like, okay, it's it's fine. I'll figure it out. I'll find a way. Like you, you're not dying of cancer right now. Like there are worse things <laughs> in life, you know. So you have yeah. to like you have to like uh, react appropriately. I feel like. So that's yeah. why actually in season one, I think during episode eight, I said um, everyone here is like overreacting, and like I understand um, that people's feelings might get hurt and blah blah blah. I understand that, but. But, like, I feel like people are really overreacting. What I didn't understand is that we're filming a TV show and this is entertainment and people are doing this intentionally. <laughs> right, right. So no, I, mean, that's, I, I was, yeah, that's I was, real. I was not performing. I was actually being real. And, yeah, and yeah. I was like, why is everyone so crazy? And they are, they're doing this on purpose, um, right. which was like kind of like, I, I don't want to say acting, but it was, it was an entertainment aspect, right? That right. I didn't really appreciate ahead of time. I was just being normal myself. <laughs> so no, I remember like all fairness, like, and I'm not trying to ruin it for you know, no spoilers for anyone out there. But there were some times to be that literally watching it, I was like, I feel like she's just trying to say something in a very blunt way. <laughs> like, and we yeah, you had, had the music and the zoom in, and the, you know, it was just like, oh you know, yeah, I just can't. And I was like, I feel like you. she's just saying the blunt answer to something, and it just being. You know, it was portrayed so dramatically. You know what I mean? So I, I, I would look. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to blame. I, I don't regret anything I said, and I stand by everything I said. And I'm aware that my yeah. tone might have sounded offensive. I'm clear on that now, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and I do talk very assertive. Um, but also, you know, I'm from Germany, and that's not an excuse. Um, right. I'm very straightforward. But people actually love that about me because they know I'm not lying. They know they're yeah. going to get a straight answer out of me. And I'm also warm and funny and, you know, have a good time. So it's like, uh, it's, that's not the only part to my personality, you know? Yeah. 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 I get like, it. I'm not out there it. trying to hurt people's feelings. I'm just like, okay, like call it what it is because LA is a lot of BSing and a lot of like, 
you just kind of fake um, interactions and that's fine. And to a certain extent, extent, we all have to be a little bit fake, but, um, but I just can't be like over the top fake. And Maya is the same. I mean, she's very straightforward. And sometimes she says stuff yeah. that's a little direct as well. And she hurts people's feelings, but she doesn't mean to, I mean, yeah, no, I love Maya as well. I love her responses as well. I think you guys just, you two just had the go-to, like, you did have very European responses. If I'm, you know, honestly. We are very direct, it, yeah. And that's not very forever. European. Yeah. Like, mm, it's for so sure. common as well in Europe. Like, my friends um, that are still over there, like, you know, they visit sometimes. But it's like, when you ask them something, you get the answer you're looking for. Right. They don't, you exactly. know, they don't give you, like, an explanation. They just say yes, no. Or no, that's very ugly or something. You know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but like at the same time, it could also be a positive response that's very direct. Yes. And yes. and yes. and that's why they and that's exactly why clients and friends and people trust me because I am honest. And yeah. I'm not trying to sugarcoat. And like, sure, if someone's going through something difficult, like you're not gonna be like, oh, well, at least you're not gonna die tomorrow. Like you're not gonna be that insensitive. But like, you know, uh, it's just, it's like a, I don't, I want authentic interactions and relationships in my life. And if you want someone to just like kiss your ass all the time and tell you everything's great when it's actually not the case. I mean, I don't know if you want that, but I don't want that, you know? No. And also Davina, I, I don't know if you agree, but I think of it more of like a professionalism thing too. I think a lot of times as professionals, you find yourself in situations where it's no fluff. You know what I mean? Like you find yeah. it's like, I have to answer this question or I have to oh, address this task, you know, like that kind of thing. So oh, I like, had to answer to, to billionaire developers and their CEOs, very big right. companies. And they're like not effing around. And they're like, look, if we're going to give you, you know, behind backstage tickets to the Grammys and your clients can meet Kobe Bryant and blah, 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 blah. You better make sure they're buying. And like, this is costing us X amount per, you know, per client, per prospect. Are you going to perform? And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, and it's like, they're all about the price per square foot. They're all about the numbers. These are finance guys. And like, I, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, totally. Like, no, they want to have real answers. So like, uh, I'm just like trying to be efficient for these guys. So that was, that was my work experience. And, and I, again, like, uh, you know, Maya's are the same way. We're, we're, uh, you know, not from the U S I've been here for 28 years. Can I, can I conform to the U S way? Of course. Um, not going to be an authentic personality. No, no. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of immigrant, uh, like, you know, I, I come from immigrant parents because I can definitely relate to what you just said. Like, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. I mean, strictly speaking about, you know, just the topic itself, because, my parents were very, I remember growing up, very blunt. You know what I mean? Everything <laughs> in our household was just, here it is, here's the answer, or if there's a solution, here's a solution. And I feel like a lot of times that is part of just being, you know, people say it's like non-American, but that is American. You know, like we're very, immigrants are just different. Immigrant families are different. And I think that there's a lot of value in there. You know what I mean? Like the I way agree. That, I yeah, agree. Like, there's a lot to learn is my point. Like a lot of wisdom. But, but let me tell you, the other, the, other, <laughs> the other side of the coin of that is that yeah. my experience is that those people are very, very loyal. Like I will fiercely defend yeah. my friends and I will never, ever leave them abandoned or fuck them over. And, and neither would Maya. Like, and I'm not yeah. saying other people would, but you don't really know where you stand because there is this element of just not being a hundred percent authentic or, or not even being 80%. It's like, it's like, you know, less than half. And, and then you don't really know where you stand as far as a friendship or what, and can you really rely on that person? And like, 
my experience, the the people that are more real, they will also be there for you. And like, so I don't know, that's, that's my take, but, um, no, I love that. I love that. And I, and I want to actually ask you because this is, um, actually a really good learning point for a lot of young professionals doing a tune in to the show. So I really want to like take this as a teaching moment from you for them, because like in terms of like, if I were to ask you, you know, when it does come to your career, right? Like you want to grow, but you want to like stand your ground. Like, I feel like you're, you're the only character on the show where I really resonated with you on that is like standing your ground because of some of the interactions you had with your clients and, you know, the way that you handled yourself. I want you to give some pointers and tips about being a professional and like aiming high, you know what I mean? For yourself, your standards and sticking to it and what adversity might come or any lessons that you can share with, you know, any young professional. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that, you know, I'm all about integrity and you know, what's right and wrong, right? You don't know deep down inside what's right. Now I knew on the show that it's a TV show, there's editing involved and, you know, I probably can't control how they're going to make me look. And I knew it was, you know, taking, for example, the $75 million listing or whatever. I knew that it was going to be twisted to some extent, who knows, right? So I can't control that. But what I can control is that anyone including Jason by the way who's an entrepreneur knows they take calculated risks these are anyone that wants to get ahead has to be willing to take a risk and yeah. but you have to stand by what you believe in and not compromise and also when Christine in season 5 you know at the time i thought she i wasn't sure if she was telling the truth or lying or i didn't know right yeah, yeah. i didn't know if she was actually engaged to this guy or not and right. I didn't know her back then, so I could not vouch for her. And as much as I wanted to help her and and defend her and be on her side, I didn't know for a fact. So right. I could not compromise my integrity of speaking my truth when I don't know for a fact. So I told her, I said, I would love to help you, but I don't know if this is true or not. So I can't sit here and be your witness when when I don't know. So I'm right. not going to go. I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but I also can't say it did. Yeah. And, exactly. and, and like, I didn't know I was, I'm at the mercy of editing, but I stood by what I know is my truth. And yeah. I sleep great at night. You know, I don't really care what others think. And the, the number one thing, regardless of editing, is people say, you are actually real, you're being real. And yeah. you know, they hate me for being a villain or being too aggressive or whatever they think. They know that I was being authentic. Because, you know, we're not actors. This is not a scripted TV show. This is a reality show. And I, you know, can only be myself. And how they're going to edit me, that's out of my control. But I stood by what I believe in. And in the end, I think it always comes back around. People are like, you were actually real. Like, I had a big interview the other day um, with some developers. And they said to me, you know, we don't watch Selling Sunset, but we asked around about you. And we were told by various people that you were one of the only ones that seemed to know what they were actually doing in real estate. And oh, I said, wow. I, I, I really appreciate that because the people that are your people, they know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. They can see the, they see the behavior, they see the gestures, they see I treat my client with respect. And like, I'm not showing up, you know, in the clubbing outfit and and being, I don't know, flirtatious with him. Like I'm actually treating him with respect. And of course, it's an entertainment aspect that I wasn't fully aware of at the time. But I think you have to stick by your integrity, no matter what, even if things look maybe off or like they're not working out to your favor, stick by what you believe, what you know is right, do the right thing. 
Yeah. And in the end, it will come back to you. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. That is so real. No, Mm -hmm. that is so real. And like, also like just the work ethic. Like one thing I do remember, like you were, like you came across as a very hardworking person, like in the show. Like I remember like you weren't, it's like, that that's something I really appreciate as a viewer. You know what I mean? I was like, I really feel like I connect with her because she's always working on her stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's never like, yeah. like there were obviously moments, you know what I mean, where you're more involved in like the show and the drama part of it. But like the what really stood out to me at, as a person, and I even remember thinking that was I bet Davina has some of the best clients because she's really hardworking and it came across. And I feel like that's for women, I think. That is such a statement, right? Because as women, we're always dealing with people's perceptions of what makes us get ahead or what makes us successful. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And I I really think that's important, you know, to highlight because it is it is hard work. It is the nitty gritty, like the grind, you know, and any comments you have on that, like that whole topic for women? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid of hard work. And I do think I know for a fact that if you're willing to put in the time, you can get almost anything done, you can achieve almost anything. Yeah. And yeah. like, literally, and I, uh, I like to be the best, I'm somewhat competitive, um, you know, and maybe, I don't know that, you know, a lot of people say trauma um, is a, like, a drive for people. There's a certain amount of a level of trauma that has been proven to be a motivating force for people to achieve. Yeah. They always say like madness is adjacent to success or something. Like so that. if you've had yeah. any kind of, you know, trauma, it doesn't have to be horrific, but like if you had some bad shit happen in your life, like use that as fuel to drive you forward to be like, I'm going to get ahead no matter what, like I'm the best, nothing can stop me. And like, if you're willing to put in the time, you can do anything. And you know, I, I really like to be the best. Like I know I like to know everything about the property. And so if the client asks me something, I have an answer for them. And they're like, wow, you know, what year this place was sold? What, I mean, what year, what it, what it was built, you know, the history of the property, like all the details like you want to know. And a lot of the other girls didn't have that kind of, um, I don't know, drive maybe to about properties. They, you know, I, I mean, they weren't that dedicated to it. And I, I like to also, you know, not do things half-ass. I like to actually like do them right. So, because if yeah. you're a client, or do you want to use someone who's doing this part-time or who's like casual about real estate? But there's so many different options of real estate agents. They can just use someone else, right? So, like, yeah, I would yeah. want the best education. I would right. want the best as well. So, like, I, you know, want to come prepared, and um, I take pride in what I do. So, I mean. Uh, I also like to have fun and I, you know, do other things to, uh, you know, have a good time, whatever, but which they didn't show. So it looks like I do nothing except work, which isn't true either. But um, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you that. Yeah. What, do you, like, what is your favorite thing to do? Because we, you're right. We didn't see a lot of like, you know, you're behind the scenes, I feel like. So I, I mean, like, the, like, the classic yeah. example on Selling Sunset is, you know, when Chriselle is doing the feeding the homeless, which I had been doing since 2015. But of course, no one talked about that. And I didn't do it for cameras, but they did it for cameras. But regardless. And then I said, well, I'm going to Burning Man. And, you know, how much she's like, oh, well, you're going to, you know, a uh, festival. And I was, and, you know, how much is that ticket you could have donated that money or whatever and I was like well how much was your dress let's talk about that you know so that was the classic example and it's like yeah I like electronic music I like having a really good time with people I love dancing and having fun and costumes I'm crazy about costumes I have a really 
fun friend that I actually know from real estate. She quit real estate to design costumes. These like fantasy what? costumes. So I love costuming and uh, traveling and um, I don't know, amazing food. And, you know, I used to play beach volleyball for years. I get massages um, so cool. and just having a really good time with people and um, being high vibe, you know, and it's like, I'm passionate about working out and health and fitness and, uh, being just the best you can be of who you are, right? So like yeah, you know, yeah. having the best skin, having the best vitamins and supplements and uh, trying to do the most, you know, it makes me feel good. So yeah. that's yeah. what I do. And um, uh, into the law of attraction, I mean, uh, Christine and I, especially, we did a lot of scripting and manifesting and um, trying out different uh, affirmations and things. And I really do think they work, but it's really about what you believe and your own belief of yourself. And if you can, if you can, you know, really get to a high vibration place, then nothing can affect you anymore. And it's like we, her and I especially went through so much hate. It was just insane. We got multiple death threats a day. I've had. Oh my God. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And it it shows you a lot about society. It's like none of these people actually know us. They don't know what even happened or whatever, you know, but, um, but the experience we had and, and you're just like, wow, people are crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's insane. And, you know, I want to actually ask you, Davina, because I think people like we I, I think people talk about this a lot in terms of like social media is not like reality. Right. In terms of, of like what not. you see on there, like yeah. there's a yeah. lot going on behind the scenes. And I and I kind of want to know, like, you know, when it comes to that, like, do you get on social? Like, are you a social media person like after having been on the show or have you has it kind of deterred you? Because for me, I, I won't lie, like. I feel like the older I'm getting, I just can't do it anymore. You know, it's like I mm-hmm. every time I see like a thread of just amazing looking women, you know what I mean? One after sure. another, everything's perfect in their life. I'm just like, damn it. Like, I, what am I doing wrong? You know, like it's, just, mm-hmm. it's like the marketing is so ex- extreme now, you know, so I'd love for you to like talk a little bit about that in terms of just what you notice basically while being on the show, but also in general, because I know you work with a lot of brands and stuff. So any, any yeah. So of course, you know, I mean, I'm definitely grateful for the show and the opportunity it has provided to all of us. And uh, we have a lot of followers and we obviously monetize those followers and get paid to post and whatnot. So we do have to participate Mm -hmm. in social media and, at this point, I definitely feel in control. Um, and I, I don't feel like I'm a victim of anything or it's totally fine, but it was, it was a big learning curve. I didn't really understand the wave, the tidal wave of attention that was going to come at me, um, for filming the show and for the comments I made, the um, amount of reactions, just the, just the sheer volume of, of, reactions you know like thousands yeah. and thousands of people so you're just like it's overwhelming and I don't know if you could ever be prepared for that or if anyone could ever prep you for that but um that was intense um and it was very overwhelming um and I think you know as with any abuse repetitive verbal abuse is can be very damaging Um, and, and you can go down a rabbit hole, you know, it's like you get these comments and DMS of, of hate people hating, but also on Reddit, you know, if you read some of the stuff on there, it is really dark, but if you really think about it, like, obviously they don't know us or whatever, but, but like, what kind of actual person 
is what what character are we talking about that is spending hours hating on someone they don't know on a blog like that's actually so like if you think about that person you actually have to have compassion for like how much they must be struggling instead of actually them hating on me now I'm not going to send them a love note but like I just think, wow, you must really be in a dark place to be doing this, talking about someone you don't know on a TV show. Like, you're nuts, you know? Exactly. Um, You're just trying to escape your reality, right? But it takes a while to arrive at that place. However, when you do go through that, uh, you come out on the other side so much stronger. I mean, at this point, I really don't care what anyone says. I really don't care what they think. I, it just doesn't matter to me. It literally does not matter. And the irony is now people love me more. So it's oh, like, because yeah. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. I really don't care. And I know that this, you know, social media can be very positive. Like, for example, I was never on TikTok. I didn't care about TikTok. And people were like, oh, oh you get on there, blah, blah, blah. It's the future and all this. I'm like, okay. So I just randomly made this TikTok. I just didn't make a lot of effort. I would just do random hiking videos. I'm like, oh, okay, it's convenient. I'm hiking. I have time to kill right now. So let me just do this. And I started talking about my background being from Germany and doing German videos. And people were mind blown. They had no idea I was German because no one ever talked about it on the show. Um, And would just talk about random stuff, super casual. And it was doing really well. And um, and then I was like, well, who am I going to follow? Like, I don't need all the silly sense of stuff. I know all that stuff inside out. So I was like, well, um, you know, let me follow a lot of attraction people. So I follow very few people, but the ones I follow are super inspirational. And, yeah. and it's so my experience on TikTok is very uplifting and inspirational. Now, it's an addictive platform. And sure, you could get sucked down a rabbit hole and spend hours on there looking up all sorts of different things. But I think it's what you design it to be. If you follow a bunch of um, influencers that are going to make you feel insecure, then that's your experience. But you are actually in charge of what you're seeing and the algorithm will reflect that. Like if you engage with inspirational posts, you'll get more of those. If you engage with stuff that makes you feel bad, you're going to get more of that. So it's kind of up to you and you're actually more in control than you think. So I think... Um, you, you have to be really mindful what you put your attention to because that's right. going to expand. So it's on you. No, it makes sense. I love that. And I think you're absolutely right. It's, it is about kind of pick, you know, cherry picking what you want to be exposed to. That makes sense. I mean, I think with law of attraction as well, that's a really good thing that you brought up. I'm glad you're really kind of honing in on it because I think, especially with Gen Z, like I know they're kind of like hip to it, but I mean, you can learn so much from some of the gurus. Like, I love Eckhart Tolle, for example. Like, I'm obsessed with Ram Hicks, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I grew up listening to them in a way. And, you know, Seth, like, the Seth books were originally there. You know, so it's like, there's it's been around for so long. And there's Mm -hmm. so much wisdom. And I think that's where, that's why I asked you, because I feel like sometimes it can feel as if, like, that wisdom part of your life, right? Where you learn your lessons growing up, where you learn stuff, right? It can be missing these days because everybody's on social media, but it is what yeah. you're saying. You have to pick and choose, you know, where, what are you listening to and who are you listening to? So I, yeah, I feel you there. That's cool. I was watching but, a post today by create the love, you know? Um, yeah. And he was talking about, uh, he's all about relationships and, and whatnot. And, and he said, you know, he actually celebrates differences in opinions and he goes, but on this the majority of the social media culture people um uh find ways to insult people with different opinions to shut them up 
And yeah. I was like, that's a really good point, you know? And it's like, just because I had certain opinions on selling sunset, you know, uh, I was completely crucified for them. And it's like, but what I said, the actual content of what I said was true. So it's like, um, maybe you didn't like my delivery. That's fair. I can take that. But, um, I don't think what I said didn't make sense or it, it wasn't legitimate. Like I wasn't just making something up. Yeah, no, I mean, I think also, I mean, it does, it does matter your, this is where perception matters, right? And that's honestly, for me, like, that's why I created the series, because I think no one talks about mindset. Like, we mm-hmm. always talk about mindfulness and, like, you know, when you're already in the state of yoga and peace and meditation, but we never talk about, like, your your mindset, right, throughout your day. Like, you have to, like, think about, you know, yeah. what it, what is going on? Like, if I, if I'm sitting in front of somebody who's just, like, say, you know, what we were talking about before, blunt, like they're a blunt person, instead of assuming automatically like the absolute worst, I'm going to be like, let me just comprehend how the person said it, the tone, everything, and just hear them out. You know what I mean? And then like assess, like, was it a factual statement, right? Like, are, are there facts there? And almost think like scientifically about it. I think it's all about mindset. That's That comes from, I think, observing yourself for long enough, honestly. Like that's my experience, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. And, and I'm so- doing that. And yeah. I will say that was something that I did learn from watching myself back. Like as soon as the show would come out, all of us would just watch it once. Like we'd only bear to see it once because we know what happened. And then we see the version sure. that the audience gets, you know. And so um, we see it. And when I would see myself, especially in the early seasons, I was like, wow, you know, you seem insecure. You seem like you have a, this like kind of aggressive tone. And I wasn't that aware of it. Maybe it's because of my background that I was spoken to that way, that it seemed normal to me to, to kind of interact that way. And I didn't have any acting training. So I wasn't like super playful and I didn't deliver with an FM DJ voice, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it depends what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't performing and even if I was being authentic, I wasn't performing. And so I was became a lot more sensitive to how my tone made someone feel. Not so much the words, as much as the tone and how that is uh, received for people. Absolutely. No, so, absolutely. I, yeah, I that's, that's a big part of it. Well, I I absolutely loved seeing you on the show, Domina. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of how you carried yourself. And I think that there's, I you know, like, I really, I just, I love professionalism. I mean, call me crazy, but like, I just really love when people are professional in their daily lives. You know what I mean? Like, that's really where I, as a person, think like we can all learn from each other. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I, I think there's so much value. There's wisdom in that. And I really just, I don't know, I, I really appreciated it, like being able to, see that especially knowing like you were under a lot of stress that's why I asked you those questions so I was like how was that because it must have been crazy oh right? I mean so, in, in season yeah. three I had you know relationship stuff going on and uh the only people that knew were Christine and Maya and I would be like crying before a scene oh my god having to like pull myself together and just be like all right guys like you please help me through this and yeah. I would just yeah. try to like not be emotional about something. And so I would have a guard up to stop myself from crying about something completely unrelated. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so like, it's, it's interesting because people could not, they, they wouldn't know how would they know, but, um, but that's like an example of something that was going on behind the scenes 
that affected the scene itself, which looks like I'm being robotic or it looks like I'm being guarded or standoffish when I'm literally trying to hold it together, you know? There's no context to your feelings in that moment. Like, there's no context. I completely agree. I think a lot of people in real life can relate to that is where just because somebody doesn't wear their entire life on their shoulder you know what I mean? Like, just because it's not out there for everyone to know doesn't mean they're not going through something. I oh remember, like, you know, yeah, and like, yeah, I'm so like, glad yeah. that I didn't put my relationship drama on there at the time, right? And it's yeah. like, thank God, because I wouldn't have survived that, like, emotionally. And, you know, more power to anyone on the show who wants to share um, their personal stuff. Um, that has to be overwhelming but you know if you're divorced or done with someone that's probably easier because you're just kind of done with it but if you're having to explain what happened I just you know I was like I can't talk this is just to I have to keep this personal it's not no one's business and I also don't want to put anyone else through that because I know what I went through so why would you want to do that to the person you're dating or whatever like there's no way yeah yeah exactly it's like it's like making it worse, like for involving exactly. somebody else. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And if if you look at all the relationships, I mean, they all had like, they took some serious damage on these shows and they usually don't work out. So like, is that an, is that going to like inspire you to share your story? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I remember, I, like, you know, that's the thing is like with all of these kinds of shows, I do feel so bad for like the people that are like the spouse or the girlfriend or the boyfriend, because it's like, you were just in this. You know what I mean? Like you've horrible, got to like, like, yeah. uh, like Vanderpump rules or whatever. Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, well, Davina, yeah. I've, I loved, I loved uh, the show. And I, I think, you know, what you do with your platform is amazing. I really, really love following you and seeing all your wonderful posts. And I just, oh, I can't thank, thank you. you enough. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your journey with us because it, I mean, I really think there's so much, um, to learn from people who've gone through like high pressure environments and I just love that you know everything you shared so thank you so much and for everyone listening I hope you loved this episode I, I hope you've had a chance to check out Selling Sunset if you haven't I I'm hoping I didn't ruin it completely for you with spoilers but definitely check out the show and uh, let us know what you think but for now I wish you farewell All right. thank you so much thank you thanks